Welcome to The Ultimate Journey, a podcast on awakening to spirit. Episode 26. Hi, and welcome to The Ultimate Journey, Awakening to Spirit podcast. I'm your host, Frank DiGenova. This episode is called Cults and Conformity. Now, you may be thinking that a cult is where you get a goat or sacrifice a virgin and you put it on an altar and you burn something or do some pretty satanic shit. But there's so many different kinds of cults out there. Some are very obvious and some are right under our nose and are so subtle and we can be so oblivious to them. Currently, there are over tens of thousands of cults practicing in the world today, this moment. And these are considered the ones that are negative or nefarious. We don't consider those that are part of our culture. Yes, the word cult in culture. Although these may be considered benevolent or benign, still they're part of a mass herd mentality, which may be responsible for impeding our own ability to think critically. You know, we're just going along with the, the way the, uh, the culture is doing its uh, business. I personally know a woman that is or was a result of a cult and her mother was part of the cult and her father was the cult leader. So she has multitude of um, siblings, half siblings that are uh, in her life. And um, I'm hoping to get her on one day and to talk about her experiences. But for now, my next guest is also an ex-cult member. She has been interviewed by The Guardian and she's part of a class action suit against this organization. And her group was part of um, a W5 production regarding the cover-up and scandal of this group. She chose, however, to be anonymous, but not for today. She's going to join us today. So please welcome my next guest, Nikki. How are you, Nikki? Hi. Thanks for having me, Frank. Thanks for coming on. And this um, episode is an interesting one because it deals, deals with cults and conformity. And you have been, uh, uh, you confessed to me that you have been in a cult or what is considered a cult. Yeah. And... So I'd love to talk to you about that and see what's going on. Mm -hmm. So first of all, let, let the listener know who you are and you know what your name is, a little bit about you, and then we can get going. Okay. So my name is Nikki. Um, I'm not sure about giving my last name out at no, this point. Nikki's good. That's your stage <laughs> name, Nikki. Good. Welcome Nikki. to the stage, <laughs> Nikki. Oh my God, my astral name. Um, and so, yes, I've been on a journey of awakening for quite some time. In fact, I keep, feel like I keep awakening and then reawakening. So it's been, it's been about 10 years, actually. Um, so uh, it's been a, a journey for sure. And yes, did it happen abruptly for me? It did. I, I have to say, um, I, once I had my daughter, uh, I think a lot of things... Uh, came to my consciousness right away, and I, I felt very protective of her. And yeah. and I was in a marriage. I was in a cult, very high control group. Mm -hmm. And I use high control uh, as a term because they really um, were in our lives quite intimately. So basically, 
how we managed our time, what we did for entertainment, wow. what we did in our marriage. So it's high control. So high control. It's how is you that a, think. Is that a term that is a generalized term or is this the term that has been used in, into the organization? No, it's, your word? it's a term that's used. It's a term that's used to describe um, cults and gotcha. uh, groups. Yeah, that control people. And because people, you know, it, it's actually a perfect term because it really is high control. Um, okay. Mind control, actually. Yeah. So I guess like, I, that's a little characteristics of that. So, um, yeah. yeah. So what do you do? What were you doing for your career? For you? What do you do? Like for your income? Like just not for like your job? Who, who are you? Just so currently? Just, yeah. So currently, well, I was a hairdresser for a long time and then I left that profession um, and I got into the legal field. Actually, I became a, a paralegal, a licensed paralegal. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm currently not working at the moment because of the pandemic, um, which I, I actually feel like is a blessing. So it gave me some time to <clears throat> uh, recuperate this year. But yeah. Um, yeah, and I'm a mom. I take care of my daughter who's now 13 years old. Best job in the world. Best job. Yeah. Most important job in the world. Most important job. You got it. Great. So Nikki, let's just get off the bat and start. <laughs> How did you know that you were in a quote-unquote cult? Um, when you didn't know, like, so this well, is a kind of a What's twofold. interesting that you, you mentioned that, because in the past, when I was deep into it, and I mean deep, I was a teacher in it. Wow. I volunteered <laughs> my whole life in it. I was someone that was door-to-door. They called me a full-time minister. So I was all in. And um, I guess what started happening was for me, I, I noticed a lot of depression and anxiety um, in, in not living to my potential. And, you know, um, we weren't allowed to have like a joyous life, like meaning pursuing your natural talents, your natural abilities. If you're an artist or anything like that was considered wrong, like you were to put this group first and what you were doing first and, and your talents is there's another time for that in the new world. So that caused a lot of depression. I, I actually saw a psychotherapist with, with these problems. I was on depression medication for years with it. Um, my mom had that kind of uh, life as well. She, you know, and in fact, many women in this group, this cult group were also on antidepressants and anti-anxiety medication. I used to think, isn't this odd that we're all, you know, we all seem to have these sort of symptoms, you know? Interesting. But, they weren't um, TikToks, yeah. were they? They weren't TikToks all these people are taking. <laughs> very strange. And I thought, where's the joy? If God is joyful, that's something we're all lacking. Right. There's something really wrong. So it's funny because they talked about the fruits of the spirit and joy being one of them. And I'm like, well, we all lack joy. So there's something going on. If if right. the Bible says that God is love and God is is a source of joy, none of us are feeling that way. Yeah. So I literally went with my feeling like, so why something aren't was off. Something was joyful? off. Is that what something started Something was it? really wrong. Yes. Like something. And it's the way that they taught us. I mean, they gaslight you. There's yeah, a lot of... That's a typical... They're heavy yeah. loaded language. And so you stop relying on your own intuition because they block it from you. So that was the, the first thing I started working on was my inner voice because something inside me was screaming and I kept drowning her. And I'm like, no, she's coming up for air. And, um, you know, with my mom dying, I think she came up for air because my mom was a big 
big proponent in this faith. And once she passed, I yeah. felt like I was free to explore. So and she I started was, to look. Okay, so this is big, this is like um uh, yeah. a generational thing. Yeah, my mom really hammered it in on in wow. like on in us, right? Gotcha. But once she passed away, I mean she's around me today. I know you're around me, mom. But um I felt like this this hold on me was gone. And I'm like, I'm gonna explore. So I started traveling. I I, I moved to California and I really started to explore and I discovered spirituality in California, believe it or not, shock of all shocks, but I started attending yoga secretly because yeah. I was still in this group and they were not into like, they're, you know, the yoga is the devil and well, but yeah, I started many faiths. stuff. It's, yeah. 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 So I started exploring. I'm like, Oh, I love yoga. And there was a spiritual store I stopped into and I really like, it was calling me. Like, I felt like it was finding me. Great. You know what I mean? So you were ready to, to leave. You're, you were questioning. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Now, but the people that are in, in this group or in the cult, so people were um, taking antidepressants. They were, they were some, they suppressed for their own talents, their own joys. That's what, right. But what benefits were they experiencing wanting to stay in the cult? Like, that's well, what I understand. Like, I, I'll, I'll tell you the benefits. Yeah. So your benefits are... Because that's what we were told our benefits. Imagine we were told the benefits. Basically, the benefits were you get to be with the greatest people on earth. So it's very elitist Special. thinking. Yes, elitist, yeah. Very elitist. So you're in the most moral group, a special group, a chosen group. Yeah. So this is the language that was told to us. So basically, your worldview is my circle of friends. We were not allowed to have friends outside the group. Okay, so we were only allowed to have and marry in this group. You were never yeah. allowed to marry outside. So because why? We were chosen. We were special. Yeah, yeah and that's we the whole thing. We were God's yeah. people. So that's one of the things that cults do is keep you isolated and not yeah. um, don't have any uh, outside information or anything that could jeopardize nope. the, the, the programming, so to say. So, yeah. Well, they would say, listen, anything we, on the internet or anything in the news, it's the devil's world. You, that information is the devil's right. world. And that's, you know, that, that's <laughs> going to cause you to have free thinking, which the group does not want you or any cult wants you. And there was a list I was reading before we started this. Is of all, no of education, all the, by the way, Frank, I wanted to tell you that, that what, they really sense? told us we were not allowed to get education. It was Satan's world. Like if you were going to university, they're going to teach you Satan's thoughts. You know, that's not yeah. high education. Yeah. Um, that's so the they scared us into every, out of everything. Right. So. Yeah. See, then it's like the whole the whole steps is like you know they're gonna gonna isolate you first. They're gonna t- take you away from the the outside world. They're gonna use cliches. Cliches used a lot to yep. to you know and just certain buzzwords and yep. and you know and it's like <laughs> they'll punish you basically if you don't yes. if you think for yourself. So well, in fact, I was. Of course, I now, was excommunicated. Well, so, there you yeah. go. <laughs> Good for you. I am a disfellowshipped person, so I I lost my family. I lost my friend group. And that's what they tell you. Like, you're going to lose everything and yeah. you're going to go into Satan's world without us. Parting, yeah, exactly. We, we, yeah, like any cult leader would say, you need me. And without <laughs> me, right. then you can't function. So how hard, I'm just getting a taste of this, but how hard, it, how hard was it or is it to, le- to leave that group of that cult? How hard was it? Very. I, I was financially it? destitute. It's very hard because when you, if that's your world for so long, 
um, for anybody that's listening, any cult group, it's not just this one. If that is your world, that's all you know, you don't, you have not learned the skill of learning to trust yourself and learning to trust other people that people in general are good. And so in the workplace, at school or anywhere you are, you always viewed people as they're not one of us. So you had that mindset that they're not, you're not them and they're not you. So you're very separate. And so you're very chosen, very special. So now when that's gone, that veil, this fake world, um, once I was this fellowship, I started to learn that people were great. Yeah, and it, so it was evil. one of the it was one of the best things I ever felt. Like I'm like, oh my god, I'm meeting people that aren't in my cult group, and they're great and they're good. And it was all different faiths, by the way, not just Christian, not just. Yeah, it was like whatever no, it like, was. Yeah, whatever whatever faith they were, they were good people, kind, loving, generous, trustworthy. I'm like, it was shocking to me that I could trust people that were not of my faith. Yeah. And it was liberating because to be told all your life that anybody outside of this group, you can't trust. They're not to be trusted. They're your enemy. And, you know, imagine growing up like that. Oh, okay, that leads to my question. Were you born yeah, in this cult? My, we were little. Okay. Yes. So you were yeah. indoctrinated because um, yeah. when in our early years, we, 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 yeah. We, yeah, we, get, um, we get formed and molded, especially before the age of seven, eight. That's right. So... Um, wow. So it's, uh, is there, I mean, when I first met you, you were fresh out or were you just getting out? I was just getting out. I yeah. think it was 2013. Yeah. I was fresh out. Yeah. yeah. Cause it was, um, <laughs> kind of, yeah, I was kind of like when we met, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to step back a little bit. Cause it was still a lot of, um, shrapnel still with going on. And now, yeah. um, I'm sure there's, you know, is your daughter, um, out of this cult? Oh, Yes. Okay, good. Oh, yes. So she it sees now. It was a now. fight to get her out, actually. It was R- a fight because her of father. He is in this cult? Uh, la- he was all in and uh, very heavy handed. Like we, yeah. I had to go to court to get that solved. Okay. Actually, now, in 2018. Is the father uh, <laughs> still in the cult? Uh, currently, he's kind of faded. They use the word faded. Interesting. So. Interesting. Yeah. No. Yeah. Wow. So now, have you. Um, I was going to say this word in Italian. I don't know why. Maybe because we're both Italian. Have you um, um, met or confronted? I'm going to say encontrado. But if you, did, you, did you did you meet any of, uh, current cult members? And what was that experience currently? When I run into actually in the community now, let's yes. say I meet them, I'll run into my like you know someone I know. They actually walk by me and look through me like I don't exist. Yeah, because you don't apparently because they're a threat to the to you're the dead. Hive. Yeah. See, I mean, um, we're social creatures and we need connection. And the threat yeah. of that is powerful. And, and one of the things, I mean, you know, like I, I was, I was, um, I, I had a salon downtown and I walked down Young Street. Mm-hmm. Now, I won't say what it is because there's no names for anything right now. I'm walking down mm-hmm. and I see this little sandwich board outside and it says free IQ test. So I'm kind of like, okay. I didn't go in. I kind of went in, but the person was, was at the door looking at me. I'm like, hey, want to take a free IQ test? I'm like, nah, no. But I talked to the person, right? And mm-hmm. it was like, okay, no. But the, the, the process of um, recruiting people that are not kind of born into it or kind of um, um, held, held, you know, brought in that way is, you know, first it's a free test or it's an IQ test. Then there's like a weak investment program 
you know, mm-hmm. and then there's like, okay, you take the six month course and, you know, it rewards and stuff. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're divorcing your, 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 your spouse or your wife yep. or your husband, and you're selling your house to give to this, 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 this establishment. So they have your mm-hmm. wife, your husband, your, your money, your house. Before you know it, you you get nothing and you're dependent yep. on them and you work for free. You don't, you don't have any personal, you can't think for yourself and you can't make money for yourself. So you're basically dependent on the system. Yeah. Right. And do you feel that that's how your cult, not your cult, the cult that you were in makes you dependent on them? You know, free thinking oh, yeah. is gone, financial or whatever financial. Do you have to give a lot of money to, to this cult? Yes, of course. I mean, you give everything to, to it. Yeah. So, do they, and do they supposed to be quote unquote take care of you? It, Oh, not really. I mean, it's funny because when we needed help, you're on your own. So it's funny. And they always warned, if you leave us, you will never be the same. The world is going to swallow you up. And they would basically pre-program failure in you. So they would just tell us that we would fail if we left the group. Imagine growing up like that. You're going to fail once you leave us. If you're ever thinking about leaving us, you will fail in life. And consequently... Many ex-members of this group, like myself, have failed. And they do fall into drugs and, and problems. Of and, and, and then they blame it on the devil. Then they blame it, blame yeah. it on Satan. Thing but is, they blame it on Satan. You know, right? I'm working on an online course, another one, <laughs> forever doing these. And, mm-hmm. you know, you have two people. One's very, very intelligent and one is not so intelligent. But the one that's not so intelligent... Whatever they touch turns to gold and they have financial success. And mm-hmm. the smart one could work their ass off and grind it out and always be self-sabotaging and, and, and have nothing. It's yeah. not a matter of how intelligent you are. It is your early programming and what you've been, the, the neurological pathways that have been forged when you're younger. If you're yeah. programmed for success, if you're programmed for failure. And, and, and interestingly enough, that cults are... People think, oh, it's just the, the, the gullible and vulnerable. Yeah, you have to be vulnerable no. to be recruited. But t- statistics out there are saying that the most intelligent people are, the, uh, are, are more vulnerable to be included, uh, to, be, to fall into a cult than, than, than unintelligent people. It, it, and actually, people don't know that. I was surrounded by very bright people. Of course. Actually. You'd be really surprised. And that, and that, and it's that's a myth smugness. that they're not intelligent. It's a myth. They're more intelligent. Actually. And that's people think, oh, how can they be so stupid to get sucked nope. in? No. You know, it's, it's emotional. Almost, right. It's emotional. And the lack of the nurturing that they needed, they needed, it's a codependency. But the thing is that mm-hmm. intelligence thinks I'm smarter than being in a cult. So this is, can never be a cult. No, right? it's emotional. There's a buy-in. There is a buy-in. Often they recruit people that are tired of this world, for example. We the, all are. Know, that, <laughs> aren't we all, right? But sometimes, you know, people become despondent in life. You know, we would go knocking on doors and you'd meet a person, you know, they, you know, their wife just walked out on them or they just lost their job. And so we would, they would be prey, like we would talk to them. And, you know, that was the way you would get people. Right, it's because they were, yeah, and they could be anybody. They could be like as smart as, but when you're down or you're, you're vulnerable yeah. emotionally, and someone you love you. bomb them. The right. whole point of the cult is you love bomb them. They feel loved. They, you know, we come by, there's a brotherhood, you'll never be alone again. Right. Um, there's a lot that goes into it. It's quite a, a very sophisticated way 
I can tell you that because I was one of those people. Right. Wow. And, you know, it doesn't have to be the, the teenage runaway at, at the bus station or the train no, station. No, no, it's someone... You know, and it's, it doesn't have to be the, 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 the girl that recruits another uh, girl that's kind of, you know, vulnerable. Like, it, it, it could be anything. And Anybody. the cults, basically, you know, did you know that the word culture is from the word cult? That's funny, but it's true. <laughs> right? I mean, I'm in a cult. I, we, we're, we're both born, born in the same cult. We eat mm-hmm. pasta. We, we, we go, you know, so, you know, religion is a big thing and the family thing and the, and the gossip and the guilt, like all that stuff, the, the negatives of this cult. But it's culture, right? And culture, yeah. It's when a group of people hold the same ideals. And right. look at society itself. If you don't follow the crowd, they shun you. If you're the weird one in the crowd, or if you think differently, you're shunned. Yeah. It doesn't have to be, the, the, you know, any kind of, uh, you know, there, there's um, uh, people living in the, in, in the west part of Ontario that don't have electricity. They shun all the time. It's the same yeah. thing, right? And mm-hmm. so, wow. I mean, so what do you feel, like when you said you were doing these recruitments, uh, obviously you probably mm-hmm. feel like shit doing it now, going back. How... Do you have a drive within yourself to um, reform others or show others? Or it's like, how do you feel about that? Is it, it's, it's, it's on them. So if they want to come out, then I'll help them. Or do you find some kind of purpose or mission to, to, do, to undo stuff? It was a mission. It was, but I believe a lot of cults hold empathic people. I'm an empathic person. So I love, I naturally want to help somebody. So that gift was always in me. Like it was always a part of me anyways. Like, and so I devoted all my life, like my, my better years, younger years doing this Bible study work, studying with people. And you would just give everything. You would give your time, your, all of your resources because naturally it was like volunteering. So I, I would study with people who had problems with alcohol and drugs and whatever. And you know, bring them to meetings and help them. And yeah, it did help people on so, in some respects. Hey, you know, it, it does help people. And so I guess for me, I got in, roped into a mission that was their agenda though. Like you're helping their agenda. Now looking back, I look at it, I'm like, wow, I helped people get into a cult. But at the time, my heart was in the right place. It was intent. Well, to, yeah, all good intentions. The intent is there. Like, I want to help people. So, uh, unfortunately, cults do have members like that in there. And they're the do-gooders. They're the ones that give them their all. Like, right. they give everything. They're doing, pur- they're doing their purpose, right? That's what I thought my purpose was. Right. Was, you know what? I'm going to do mission work. I want to help people. Right. I'm doing God's work. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, all, all good... All, all, all the what's that that saying? Good intentions are the path, are the road to, road to hell. Like all good intentions are the road to hell. So, yeah, it's 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 a funny one because, you know, how do you know when you're when you're doing like myself? All my good intentions ended up being not all of them. A lot of them when I was younger, I thought, or even just not too long ago, that I was doing good and I was, but I wasn't. And until you yeah. know what you don't know, you don't know. That's until right. you know those things. <laughs> Right? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. So, I mean, did I help someone stop drinking? Yeah, that made me feel good. Or maybe you helped someone have hope in, in life again. Like, those were the things I think I, that I made me do all this stuff. But then 
I think when you, when I looked at it and more objectively, it's the teaching itself and keeping people hostage in a, in a group is very dangerous and people should be able to leave. And like, my brothers don't speak to me today. My family in Italy who are, who are of this group, they don't talk to me like as if I'm dead. Like I'm a, I, they abandoned me, my community abandoned me. So I'm on my own down here, but you know, I've, you know, I've had seven, eight years to rebuild my life and reprogram my mind. Um, you know, I've been able to reach out and trust people again and it's great, but I, have I lost? Yeah. I lost a a whole community. Right. Because you you um, based everything, everything was built on, on a, on a deck of cards, on a a house of cards, a wall of cards, right? That was my matrix. That was right. my matrix. Right. And, you know, we exactly. <laughs> now <what>, I'm out. <laughs> and you're, you're into another matrix, which you have to figure out too. Yeah, you're unplugged. But, right. you know, I mean, when we, when we, when we unfold and we re, uh, remove the veil of one deception or illusion, we have another one to mm. do. And it never ends. I mean, we are never finished this journey. It's the ultimate no. journey, but it never, just because you go over the hill and you see the, the, the nice vista or the nice, beautiful uh, landscape and then you're there and the sun shining. No, that's just another level to go. And the thing is, this like when I, I had a, a nutritionist on a couple of shows ago and, and I was doing keto, as you know, I was doing keto, it was working very well for me. But in the end, it was actually damaging certain hormonal balances and thyroid and all this stuff because of my body. I'm not saying blanket statement, it's bad. But what she mm-hmm. said is, at least keto help, helps people to get off the carbs. It helps them to do this and do that. So then, you know, it's like um, taking out... A, a bad thorn and putting a good thorn in in the meantime until you figure it out. It, there's steps. Yeah. Right? Just like this can the whole conspiracy theorist. I'm not I'm not gonna say yes or no, I am one. You know, people get into they believe a certain certain thing and then they're like, oh that's bullshit. But then they go into deeper stuff and all this stuff might be bullshit, but at least it gets them to think for themselves and to open up their thinking to have critical thinking. So you know yeah, what? I, I would bad. say critical thinking is number one. Which, which they won't want you to do. No, nope. no, nope, they do not. And they'll, I literally tell you that. They do? Like, yeah, not, they like, don't. You, you're, it's called something else because everything in a cult is usually a language. So it's how they, so what they'll tell you is, you know, just like, you know, so-and-so, in the, like even the Bible and she had independent thinking, independent thinking. So if you started thinking for yourself, it's called independent thinking. And that's a trigger phrase, meaning that you are someone that's thinking outside of the group and that's wrong. And that's what went wrong with the world. And that's what went, you know, and so that's how they spoke to us. Like, if you think for yourself, it's wrong. You need to think God's thoughts. You need to think our thoughts. Okay, let's change that. You, you know? need to think our thoughts, which we're saying is God's thoughts, but they're not. That's right. Like That's the magician. Right. They, you know, a magician will only fool you. That's right. If you know That's that there's right. not something up its sleeve. No. Right? When I, see, when I see magicians, I like to use my critical thinking, and I can figure a lot of the things out how they do it. Because I think, yeah. and I'm like, wow. <laughs> you know, you just see it. It's like, okay, wait a second. You know, we live in a matrix, but we're not Neo's bending light. So we no. still have, you know, physics to, to, to guide us. So, yeah, it's pretty wild. Do you know with conformity, there's three levels of conformity. Did you know that? There's no. compliance, there's mm-hmm. identification, and there's, there's a internalization. The first one mm-hmm. is compliance is um, when you, you know, you change your behavior in front of public. But your, yeah. your beliefs you keep private and you don't really change your beliefs. You can believe whatever. You just go out and make a good show like... 
you know, there's maskers and anti-maskers. There's people that wear masks because they're just complying, and, but they don't believe in it, but they're still doing it. Mm-hmm. Then you have the identification where you, you know, your beliefs and the public are a certain way, but you don't, only when you're in a group. Let's say you were in this group and you acted a certain way to appease them and you even pretended that you believed a certain way to appease them, right? That's mm-hmm. the internalization. But the third and most powerful thing is the... Um, no, that was the identification. But internalization is when you, you know, you're believing that when you're not around the group. You're basically... You're done. You're, you know, if you're, if you're praying and you're laying down and you're doing that and, and the church or the congregation or the, the cult leader is not there, then mm-hmm. it's done. You're set. Like the clay is set, right? And I was all three. Yeah. Well, you, you, but yeah, you were all three because yep. especially when you were, when you were actually undoing your, your, your affiliation to that, you probably went backwards from the third level all the way up to just complying and then saying, F this, I'm totally yep. done, right? You did it backwards, yep. probably. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, and I was like known as an apostate, right? They want you out because you start to speak. You start to question, and they don't like that. You're out. Get out. Like, uh, like mafia. They, they call They'll you shoot poison. You, right? and, They'll shoot yeah, you in the mafia. Yeah, because the minute you... <laughs> don't talk. The minute you start saying, you know, I don't know, like, do you think this is true? Like, look what I found. And, you know, Nikki, we don't, uh, that's, we don't appreciate That's apostate thinking. That's how, that's the terms that they would use. That's apostate thinking. And you know what we think of apostates? Like, you know. Wait, wait, I don't even know what that word means. What's that word mean? Apostate means to walk. Apostasy, if you look it up in the dictionary, means that you're actually leaving a group. Leaving an affiliation. You are walking away from something, right? Which I did. And because I, I, and you speak out against it too. Like you, I started saying like, look, the teachings are wrong. They're so wrong. They're not even kind of wrong, but look yeah. at how it's affecting us. And it's causing all kinds of problems. And uh, my brothers weren't having it. What are you saying? I got phone calls from people. How dare you start talking to us like that? Do you realize what you're saying? I said, yeah, I do. We're in a cult. <laughs> and, they, you know, I had them coming at my house. They were you know, the elders were coming to my harassing, house. Harassing, harassing you, right? Harassing me. I have a three-year-old in my arms and they're yelling at me like, do you have any idea of what you're saying? And it's poisonous and, you know, it's going to spread in the congregation. And I'm like, you yeah. got to be kidding. You feel threatened by one woman? Yeah, but that's you're the thing, right? Because, because if, if one sheep starts going against the, the, the herd, they're like, oh, the other sheep's like, whoa, what's going on? And other people will yep. follow. You're breaking, you're breaking it, right? And... I mean, any organization, any group, any, 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 I don't want to say group, but just, yeah, it should have people, members should come and go, it shouldn't even be members, anything with membership to me, I'm going to run the other way, no matter what it is, I don't even care about a gym membership, it's, it's, you know, you should be allowed to come and go whenever you want, but if you can't, that's a first telltale saying that, hey, you're, you're in a cult, man, and you should be free to question, to, to openly discuss, and the leaders should be able to, to, to have a dialogue and to talk yeah. things out. But if you're not allowed to, then something's wrong in Kansas there, you know? Yeah. Well, they didn't protect women. They didn't protect children. If there was child abuse, you were not allowed to go to the authorities. If you were being abused as a woman, you weren't allowed to go to the authorities. You kept it in-house. And how did they, and de- how did they deal with it? How did they deal with it? Did they, they deal with it or it they put it under the carpet? Well, everything swept, swept under the carpet, right? So I had personal problems with the the organization in that, yeah, I was sexually abused 
as a child too. And the in the group elders in the yeah, group and okay. they yeah and so wow. you know they were like well you know what in in due time things will be handled properly but in God's way and I'm like no that's a crime what he did to me was a crime well you know Nikki we can't have you going to the authorities because it's going to make us look bad I said look bad how do you know he's not doing it to 70 other kids because right. that's a statistic yeah. you know that is a real statistic that a police officer told me they said you know they uh -huh. have 70 victims in a lifetime so if i don't speak there'll be more children of course of course hurt. well they weren't ha they were not having it they were not having it yeah. and i'll tell you there's multi-million dollar lawsuits against this organization currently because of this problem really? they are known to hide and protect the pedophile yeah and, and well, so look, i mean that's the whole thing is like another another telltale sign is that they're above the law or above any any gun law like look at look at that place in, in italy that, yeah. that, that's that, that, that institution in Italy that, you know, hides the pedophilia as well, right? We're talking about, I mean, that's what their headquarters yeah. are. I'm just saying like... Well, but, they say, you know, why should we... We're not under the authority. God is our authority and God which will God? take care of it. Would a loving and God like, allow well, that, to, that to happen? Would a loving God allow that shit to happen? So my, because I'm a bit of a legal eagle, I said, can you read to me? I spoke to the elders this way. Romans chapter 13, verse one. Do you know what it says there? No. That Christians were, are under obligation to be under the authority of the land at the time. So we are under obligation. I say we, when I was yeah. a we. <laughs> As a Christian, we are also under the land of Canada, under their laws. So we are obligated to follow their laws as well. And does that not include if I'm being, if something happened to me as a child, that there, there ought to be the authorities involved. Well, they had nothing to say. I said, go ahead, read it. Because don't forget, I was a full-time minister, so I knew my Bible. <laughs> you were shit to serve, I love it. Them. That's awesome. So I threw it back to them and they were, they were like, get out. Like it was just like, they couldn't wait to get me out. So good thing that you, that they, that, you know, you left the, the herd. Yeah. Wow. You know, and it's. They weren't having it. But my brothers won't talk to me. I've lost all kinds because well, of it. Unfortunately, that's but the thing is they're your family by blood, but not family by, you know, correct. Right. And you get to pick and choose who you want to hang out, make your family, you know, right. It's, I remember going to, um, to, to a place of worship where uh, my, my parents got remarried and, um, you know, the, um, the leader there is, uh, mm -hmm. was, uh, I was going to give them the money cause my, you know, my mom and dad says, I'll pay, pay the person off. And I said, <clears> well, <throat> I says here, I give the the, the envelope and the and the leader said, just um come come next week and you can give it to me then. I said f you. I didn't even go. I didn't even go back. I said okay, <laughs> you, you you said no to that. You're not going to kill me. And that's the thing. Um, it's, as opposed to um threatening, was a lot of guilt used. Was it guilt and was it threatened? Was it th um, a threat? It was. What I'll else? I'll tell you what's worse. It's shame. And if you know anything about energy work, shame is at the bottom, eh? It's the worst. It's joy is at the top, but shame is at the bottom, bottom, bottom. Like they shamed you and shamed you. Like that's how they handle that. There's nothing worse. There is nothing worse than shame. No, shame is the basically, you know, if you know the chakras, it's the, uh, yep. the sacral center, the, the, the second one. And that's where the sexuality is. A lot of people have shame towards sexuality, to be empowered. So they've kept you Creativity. on lower... Creativity. Everything, it creativity, your creativity, right? So they're keeping you down into the lower energies and control. Yeah. And the thing is, the only way you can control somebody is obviously withholding lying, uh, confusion, but fear. 
Yep. And fear is in and their root chakra. And guilt and shame. Lots of guilting well, those, and shaming those, 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 and fear. Yeah. So the guilt is in the solar plexus chakra. Shame mm-hmm. is in the sacral. And then fear is in the root chakra. So root. Yep. you're not even getting into the heart and center, the, the loving, no. the loving, you know, and the expression is the, is the, is the uh, throat chakra. And then you have all the connection with divine. No, you couldn't even pass that bridge of the heart. And no wonder why I had depression, years of depression. Exactly. And I mean, in the hospital, hospitalized. Um, sadly, I attempted suicide twice. Wow. Um, that's how bad it was. So um, really rough. Like my brothers couldn't understand it. They were like, you know. Because they're in denial Why too. is she suicidal? Like, why, why are you? Like, I don't understand. I'm like, I don't even understand. Something's going on. But that was my wake. Like, that's the beginning. Yeah. So like, that was the question. My body. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Nope. So. You've been through a lot, Nikki. I mean, the sexual yeah. abuse, the, the the indoctrination, the the mind control, the lying, the the shame, and the sh- you know, getting to it to a to a word here. Do you know? Is there was your graduations there? Did, did you ever graduate to another thing? Was there any like, steps you had to do? Did oh, you yeah. graduate that program? Do you know you, what graduation you. means? The root no. word of graduation is no. gradual indoctrination. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Right. So you <laughs> gradually, gradually. And you, and you, okay, so you get another reward, another reward, and another reward. And so it's graduation, gradual yeah. indoctrination. Yep. Crazy. My yep. God, I didn't know. I, I didn't know. Yep. I mean, we talked about this stuff, but I didn't know a lot of things that you were ta- you're talking about today, which is, wow. It's not, and not it wow. It's really it's, a damn. rank and file. It is a real ranked organization. There's a lot of rank in it. Yeah. So you're not just lay people. You have rank. You, you know, you're this. You're a pioneer. You're an elder. You're a ministerial servant. So you get to move this way or this way. Um, as a female, you don't get to move much because women are under the man in that group. Any patriarchal um, um, yeah. cult or, or organization, it's like you know. Yeah. And, and it's and this is not even funny. When I was younger, not even younger, I would joke and say, "I'm going to grow my hair long, have a beard, and I'm going to." create a cult. I can have a harem. I can, you know, have all the women I want and, you know, <laughs> I can own all their, their things. Like, that'd be a good, good business, uh, <laughs> venture to do in, but you know, it's sure. in, in all seriousness, it's such, you know, an evil kind of, if you want to believe in good and evil, like, you know, they say, Oh, under God, which God are they serving? Yeah. You know, like what really, like a, a loving God would not allow all this stuff to happen. And wow, Nikki, I mean, so what advice would you have to to people that are in a in a cult, not just the one that you um, were in, but and just in cult because they're all the same. They're all the yeah. same. What advice would you give to those questioning that are listening and that are questioning, saying like maybe I'm not, you know, or just are too afraid to? What would you What would you advise them? I would say, listen to your gut. If something deep down inside of you, just something doesn't feel right, that's your warning. Um, because once they take that from you, you're done. Um, they, they made sure that you did not have intuition. Um, wow. It's the one thing that they went after that I'm going to tell you, hang on to your intuition because we all have it. Yeah. We have it for a reason. If you don't feel safe, or you're, you feel something's just not right, then you yeah. have to go with that. Yeah. And the thing is, how many times do we deny our, our gut instincts? So Nikki, we got cut off there. And so can you just reiterate what you were saying about following your gut? I, I just have to say, like, we all have it in us. 
we all have this, that intuition. Um, if just something doesn't feel right, you just have to go with that. I don't care what they're promising you or they make it look really good. Just really be, if you are, you're, if you feel something's just not right, you have to go with that. Yeah. And, and a lot of us, we, we suppress or deny that even though we know something's wrong. We don't listen we to We go the, against it. I don't know why we do it, but it's, it's, we're programmed sometimes. I know I was. I was programmed to go against it, actually. We all were. Very damaging. Way. Very Even, damaging. Yeah, and a lot of, and you know, and I'm not going to single out any religion, but you know what religion in Latin means? Relegare mm. means to, oh, bi- yeah. to bind. To bind. Yeah. So yeah. to bind to their dogma, like yeah. to me, any any institution or belief system that suppresses your um, innate gifts, your greatness, to me, I would mm-hmm. question. I would question any anybody because I mean, if you do, then you're gonna grow wings, and they're gonna look like they're they're chumps, and they can't be right. having that, right? You, you can't right. you can't shine. Do you know that there's there's currently about ten thousand cults worldwide right now? About ten thousand oh, and sure. plus, and we're we're not talking about the the cults that um, we're talking about culture. We're talking about organizations and groups. Well, even in spiritualism, sometimes too, well, it can be it, like it's that. It's all on the same. It can umbrella. get like that. <laughs> it, it, things get clicky, and you need the group. Yeah. It's, a, it's a herd mentality. It's a lower end mentality, and mm-hmm. it's repackaged different ways. You could be a spiritualist. You could be um, in a religion, belief system with deities or with people, with with anything. You look around us. What's happening too? We're all you know. No one can question the, narr- the narrative now. Why? That's all. I'm, I'm not going to get into it because that's I'm not. I don't do that on this podcast. But mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so, any last words? Um, do, do, do you want to help people? Um, they can maybe email you or you want to just keep anonymous that way for now? Oh, I, I would love to help out. If anybody's trying to get out or there's in the process of uh, whatever, maybe they're thinking about getting into a cult. <laughs> well, you don't yeah. know. You, you won't know because yeah. before I let you say your email, if you want to share your email, I was, um, I was learning a special um, meditation, mm-hmm. pranayama, it's energy, energy work. And mm-hmm. this was about uh, 20 years ago. And I've learned so many different things. And, you know, I, from time to time, people that know me, I go see intuitives. Good ones, that is. Mm-hmm. People that, mm-hmm. you know, this guy knew stuff that only my grandmother told me in, in private. So I kind of, you know, listened to what this guy was saying. But anyway, he told me, Frank, careful of uh, any cults that you might be in now. I'm like, what? And I thought, okay, mm-hmm. no. And I thought, I'm not in a cult. But anyway, I was learning mm-hmm. this type of meditation. In a group. Mm-hmm. And it was weird. I mean, it was like, you know, I, I read, I read, I don't want to see the names. That's why I'm hesitating a little bit. I read certain things from a, from a, from a, um, a Swami, a guru who wasn't in the cult, but someone else took that work and put it in. This person was from Canada, um, mm-hmm. from a different province. And, you know, I, it was an, an, um, um, a build off of, of a certain technique to control your life force, which is an incredible technique. And I suggest people do this. But anyway, this mm-hmm. gentleman, I called in, in the, the head office just because I have a question about, you know, when to hold the breath and when to curl the tongue up, whatever, all this stuff. This person was so angry that I called on his 1-800 number. <laughs> and he was just tearing or trying to tear a soup at me. I, 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 didn't, I, didn't, uh, I didn't take it. He was saying this and that and... I thought, this is the cult. 
This mm-hmm. is the cult that that guy was the intuitive was telling me about. And it, and then I thought about it like, holy shit, everything is cultish. So mm-hmm. we may not know when we're in a cult, but if you think that you, you're in a cult or not, Nikki, do you want to share your, your email and maybe finish off what you were saying before I, you know, rudely interrupted sure. you? Yeah. So it's Nicolina Anyata at iCloud.com. And that's N-I-C-O-L-I-N-A-P-A-G-N-O-T-T-A at iCloud.com. So, so all, um, the, all the people that don't, don't speak Italian, Pagnata. That's right. right? Like Magnata wines. Like Magnata, like Magnata wines. <laughs> and they're here, Mag, Mag, Magnata wines. I'm like, it's Magnata. Yeah, God, the, the right. G is silent. Um, the G is a nya. <laughs> it's a nya, exactly. Yeah, like gnocchi. <laughs> exactly, gnocchi. And uh, br- bruschetta. Exactly. Nikki, I want to thank you for joining me today on The Ultimate Journey. And Thanks uh, for having me. You're welcome. <laughs> and yeah, that's great. So we'll maybe have you on another time. We'll talk about other things. Oh, yeah. Lots right. to talk about. <laughs> Always another layer to pull off. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you uh, have been listening to The Ultimate Journey Awakening to Spirit podcast. I'm your host, Frank DeGenova. Thank you for listening to The Ultimate Journey Awakening to Spirit podcast. Join me again next time for more spiritual talk. You can reach me at info at the ultimate journey awakening to spirit.com. And you can also visit my website, the ultimate journey awakening to spirit.com. Until next time, walk in love and in gratitude.